Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I am Dr. P, joining you here each and every day. We have a great time. This is the Dr. Pat Show. I'm joined by my main man, Mr. Benny Mathers. What's up? Hey, how you doing, Mr. B? I'm well, thank you. Are you doing okay? Yeah, I'm good. You think the sun is out today? I'm hoping it'll stay I around. I think it was a little warmed up. Man, well, you heard my weather report. I'm super excited after yesterday. It was like a little, like a day late for summer to start, you know, around yeah, here in Seattle. But man, I, I soaked it all in yesterday. I took the bike out. Did you? Oh, yeah. But it was different things, different places, right? Cause I don't know. It didn't, oh, I right. didn't care yeah. about that part. <laughs> it's only what was under me. Or over right. me, I should say. No, so how me. is the bike going? The bike's doing well. Okay. Tell everybody, for, for people that have not heard about your bike. Well, I have an R6. It's Yamaha. It's a little crotch rocket. That's what everyone else calls them. They're a little speedster on the road. However, I do my speeding down on the track in a you know in an environment which it's you know available for. I wear all my gear, so I'm safe out there. I'm not one of those little crazy guys out there. So don't pick <laughs> on me or other drivers unless they're really being but do stupid. you do this like crazy driving in not. and out no because you know the tickets for those are amazingly high oh, and you it's get, a, oh you get it's, oh, it's oh, ridiculous and oh. they will pretty much throw the book at anybody who even tries a little wheelie on the road so don't do it okay it's not safe but we may have to throw the book at you today why what did i do <laughs> i haven't done anything yet so guess who's joining us here today for the first hour? Well, someone who's got a similar name to yours. Pat Webster. There you go. Yeah, she's joining us. Dr. Pat Webster. So why do I get a she's book doc- thrown at me? Okay, because guess what the book is? What? Winning at Love, The Alpha Male's Guide to Relationship Success. Seems like I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to have how, fun, Benny. How did my book get out ahead of me we're knowing? We're going to have so much fun. Uh, 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 and right. we're actually going to give a copy of the book away. But yes. we're going to have fun today, Benny. All right. Don't you think? Well, I hope so. <laughs> we're going to find out actually how she wrote the book. So Winning at Love, The Alpha Male's Guide to Relationship Success with author and expert uh, Dr. Pat Webster. I'm interested, and, and she's going to answer this question. I think there are alpha males, and I'm sure that there are alpha females. And so, you know, this is going to be so much fun. I can't wait to share what I've discovered so far. So uh, first of all, everybody, uh, this is really a cool show. We've got so much to cover on the show. Dr. Pat Webster, of course, joining us here today. She has worked with alpha males and females um, and their mates in her private psychotherapy practice, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, formerly an assistant cl- uh, clinical associate at Duke University. Ooh. Ooh, Duke. The Blue Devils. Do you think that's the home of the alpha male? <laughs> it could be during college season. <laughs> exactly. College basketball is exactly. pretty tough over there. Duke. All of the re- all of the all of the nephews want to go to Duke. They do want, they? Why do they want to go to Duke mm-hmm. University? There uh, we go. Rather go to North Carolina and be it, a Tar Heel. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. We're already starting this alpha stuff. I know. In her personal and professional life, she continues to learn to manage her own alpha assets and liabilities. I cannot wait to hear what mine are. She is a fellow in the American Academy of Psychotherapists. And beyond all of that, you ready for this? She's going to come here and kick your butt. No. Yeah. Second degree black belt in karate. Oh, okay. And 
She should be living here because she's also a sailor. All right. The Duke Blue Devils it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Dr. Pat, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Hello, <laughs> Pat and Benny. Hello. I, yeah. I love a show that, that focuses on thriving. It That's is. That's great. Yes. Uh, okay. So are we a little over the top for you or are we okay? You're fine. You're fine. I can climb right up there to the top with you. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> good answer. Alphas can good. do that, right? Yes, they should. I guess so. So I have a question before we sure. even begin. So if there are alphas, mm-hmm. what is what are the what are the contrast to alpha? To alpha. Yeah. So if there's an alpha and you're not an alpha, then what might you be? Well, you know, we called them betas That's when we I wrote thought. the book. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm now calling them non-alphas because I suspect Very that there's good. all different gradations uh, from alphas. Uh, but generally, non-alphas content, uh, tend to be more cooperative, less competitive, less aggressive. They tend to, when making decisions, they tend to look at all the people involved in the decision. As an alpha is going to be more competitive and more aggressive and and a bit more my way or the highway. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, I've already gotten emails on on the show today, so I've got to be asking you some of the questions that folks want to know about. Oh, boy. And the timing of this is so perfect because I guess the uh, Bachelorette show is on live. Uh uh, And people are saying, okay, so are all of those people alphas, or do you have to be an alpha to be successful at a show like that? And I thought this is very interesting, right? Because I saw the guy that got let go the other day, right? Uh-huh. And I thought, all right, wait a minute. Uh, you know, is that a generalization, or does it depend on the the woman or the other partner, so to speak? Well, I think that's a fascinating question. One of my interviewers several months ago brought to mind that that 60% of the books bought by women are romance novels. And in those romance novels, the male is always one of those kind of swashbuckling alpha male types. Now, does that mean that every woman wants an alpha male? I don't think so. Uh, and in fact, sometimes we call, we call an alpha alpha pairing the fight club, unless they're, um, unless they're rehabilitated. But, you know, alphas are about 40% of the population is alpha, and we think it's a genetic trait. And if we go back to the animal species, if you look at, like, the alpha wolves in a pack, and usually, by the way, there's an alpha male and female, that um, are leaders of the pack together, the function in the animal species is to provide for the pack by being good hunters and also by signaling the pack when it's time to move to new hunting grounds. And it's also to protect the weaker members of the pack, the nursing mothers, mm-hmm. uh, the young cubs. And we find those same traits in alpha alpha males and females. They're usually really good providers. They're successful out in the world. And a lot of the ways that the, and they're good protectors. And we think nature made that, made us that way because the world can be a dangerous place and survival is important. And so every woman, of course, is going to want a man who can 
meet her in that capacity to be successful in the world and who can protect her, you know, in times of vulnerability. Mm. I I want to ask you, you know, along the way, because I certainly had some time to think about this in my own career, especially Mm -hmm. in my corporate career. But I wanted to ask you about how you move beyond some of the challenges that perhaps were presented to you in your own personal life, your own career. Um, and, uh, and I believe, you know, you've been in the academic arena as yes. well. And I wanted to ask you, what did you discover and did what you discover help you define the alpha male in your careers or did that c- come from your uh, private pr- uh, practice? Well, um, when I started my career, I was uh, not yet a psychologist. I was a master's level psychiatric nurse. Okay, yeah. And I called myself the chief second-class citizen in a medical model. Mm. And I was thrust into a position where I was teaching residents and MDs who were training to become psychiatrists. So what I had to do first was, in that job, I had to hone my alpha skills. I had to stop being, you know, a lot of times in my generation, I'm a baby boomer, uh, and, and from the South at that, we were taught, to, uh, the, us alpha girls, were taught to hide our strengths. No we kidding. That, yeah. My stepmom, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we were taught that men wouldn't want us if we were too strong. And, you know, it, it took me not long to figure out that I was going to be chopped liver if I didn't learn how to be an alpha and if I didn't learn how to step up to the bar Mm. with these physicians. um, So I first had to get pretty pretty fierce myself. Mm. And um, then my uh, late husband, who I met in the course of having developed my fierceness skills, uh, he was a really high-powered trial attorney. And I think until we uh, started honing our uh, skills of learning to live lovingly with each other, uh, we really did bump up against each other in some pretty uh, powerful and not pretty ways. And thank goodness uh, we had mentors along the way, and uh, Dr. Groder, my late co-author, friend and colleague, uh, brought a lot of knowledge and awareness so we begin to practice some of these skills, which at first I I put down. I call this is just manner. This is just manner therapy. This, you know. Uh, <laughs> but you know, um, my husband Bill and I came to realize that we weren't happy, kind of, in the ways that we were bumping up against each other. So. We we were really at a turning point in our in our in our own marriage and decided that we would try some of the kinder gentler skills. And the amazing thing is that alphas always figure that if we really make a commitment to what we call in the book learning to live in love land mm-hmm. at home, that we'll turn into wusses out in the world yeah exactly exactly (laughs) yeah and and that's a model that we're faced with in our pop culture all over the place we're going to talk about that and much more winning at love we actually have a book to uh give a book to give away winning at love the alpha male's guide to relationship success we're not only going to be talking about alpha males but we're going to be talking about you know what what relationship problems really boil down to that are found in any couple's relationship whether it's male female or same-sex relationships we have got four 
four of these, what it boils down to, four specific problems we're going to tackle. I love this. Can you imagine if you look at your relationship right now and you're thinking, we're not doing so good, we're going to give you four different places that this could be happening? Why? Because Dr. P- Dr. Pat Webster is joining us here today, and we're having a blast. We'll be right back. Did you know the leading cause of abnormal inflammation in the body is the American diet? Hi, this is Dr. Bonnie Berhunts, here to share some information about inflammation. We often link inflammation with an injury, a sprained ankle or pulled muscle, but inflammation is so much more than that. Experts believe that inflammation equals aging. Inflammation is the reason we get wrinkles, why we forget things, why we become irritable or even cranky. Inflammation is what causes arthritic pain, Stiffness when you're moving the muscles, wheezing of asthma, and the discomfort of allergies. For more information on how chiropractic adjustments can reduce the inflammatory process in your body, visit us at vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521. And be sure to listen to me, Dr. Bonnie Verhunts, on The Dr. Pat Show, the second Tuesday at 10 o'clock of every month. Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com. Weight gain may be due to a lack of a brain chemical that can cause one to eat without feeling full. If you reach for the box of ice cream or a high-carbohydrate food to help calm you when you are stressed, you may be deficient in a brain chemical called serotonin. It is an emotional relaxant that helps prevent us from becoming overstimulated and irritable during difficult situations. A low level of serotonin can result to emotional burnout and it is the primary cause of depression. Serotonin is produced by an amino acid called tryptophan. It is found in oats, mangoes, dried dates, yogurt, eggs, fish, poultry, sunflower, and pumpkin seeds. While a balanced diet including these foods is essential for good health, Sometimes other biological imbalances can cause depletion of this critical brain chemical. Many of these imbalances can be treated effectively with natural therapies. This tip has been brought to you by Dr. Lenny Eidsmore, naturopathic physician at Access Wellness Center. Call today, 425-251-6625 to book your appointment to have a brain chemical assessment. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. We're going to get you 
We're going to get you, everybody. I want to direct you to the website, winningatlovebook.com, winningatlovebook.com. Joining me here today, I'm so thrilled to have her in the place, in the house, uh, Dr. Pat Webster. She is the one of the co-authors of Winning at Love. Uh, this is the Alpha Male's Guide to Relationship Success. But more than that, there's a lot of really juicy, juicy things in here about relationships that we're actually going to talk about. Um, and, you know, we're going to talk about what some of those four relationship road bumps are, so to speak. Uh, but part of this really has to do with how we show up. And, uh, you know, I wanted to ask you a question, uh, Dr. Pat. One of the things I wanted to ask you was, uh, has, has the Internet and the latest form of matchmaking helped or hurt relationship longevity? And, I, and I'm asking that from your perspective in writing the book. Um, I, I think it can help. The good things about the Internet and other ways of getting together these days is that they offer the opportunity to start out honest with all your cards on the table. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I got into several unfortunate eHarmony relationships a couple of years ago. Uh, as a widow, I now want to say I'm very happily partnered with a uh, rehabilitated alpha male. Uh, but uh, I had some bumps along the way, and mm-hmm. what I, I found out a couple of things. One is I was complaining, like, why are all these people on the screen that, whose names I'm getting they're not tracking me down. You know, why am I doing all the tracking? Oh, good question. And two of my very trustable men friends, one the husband of, uh, of a friend of mine and the other of my sister's boyfriend, Bob, said, Pat, does it ever occur to you that you intimidate many men? And I went, no, it doesn't ever occur to me. And they went, well, you know, you're a Ph.D., you're writing a book, you have a black belt in karate, you single-hand your boat. And I went, well, Aren't they out there living their lives full bore, too? And they were going, <laughs> no. Many, <laughs> not as much. And what I found out about the Internet dating is that, it's a, you know, that, that what often happens is that people put their best foot forward or they put, they portray themselves, you know, the face they want to present without being totally honest. But I think if the opportunity, the opportunity is there to be totally honest about oneself, to lay one's cards on the table, to say, this is what I'm looking for. And I know certainly when I was growing up and dating in my teens and 20s, you know, you had to be much more subtle and much more under the table. And I think the, I think the Internet dating does give a way to honestly say what we want and put our values up front. I think sometimes the TV dating, like The Bachelorette and all that, that's pretty hard driving. And um, uh, that I, you know, that seems more for entertainment value. You know, you're right. I mean, honestly, we've got to be real about this. You know, shows like The Bachelorette uh, are reality show. But, you know, there's even Oprah's latest. It's funny we're talking about this because we did a video um, for Oprah's own Mm -hmm. Own Your Own Show. 
And mm. we did we did a little Dr. Pat video and we sent it in there. And, you know, what's interesting is I went through and I filled out the application and then I did the video. And then after you submit your video, there is a questionnaire that took me an hour and 45 minutes to complete. Wow. Yeah, wow. exactly. And the bottom line to that is, especially when you get to the end, it's really clear that this is a reality show. Uh-huh. That the whole deal that they're creating about owning your own show, even though it's got so many people pumped up to do it, right. you know, it's being organized by Mark Burnett. And yeah. the bottom line is, this is a reality show. It has all of the bells and whistles of what it takes to, to do a reality show. So when you're, you know, the reference to The Bachelorette is, please, let's remember, that's a reality show. It's like wa- It's like watching my dad watch wrestling. Going yes. up, right? right? You know what right. do they call that? The W Benny, you know that. What do they call that? The WWE the WWE now. now. They w- had to change it. Yeah. World what? World Wrestling Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, Entertainment, believe, right? Yeah. Used to be an association when my dad was watching it, right? Mister Alpha Male himself uh, <laughs> with his cigar. Uh, uh-huh. It was real wrestling. Yes. But now it's entertainment. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you this. How do we characterize, let's start with the alpha male, because I want Benny to take notes here to see what he thinks, if he thinks he's one. How do you characterize an alpha male for our listeners? Let's, let's talk about what they, what they perhaps show up as. Okay. Well, they're usually uh, dominating. They have a take-charge attitude and a lot of confidence in their abilities and skills. They're often high achievers in the world. And often very goal goal directed, and sometimes driven to accomplish their goals in the world, and often big goals. Um, they have, and and related to that, they have very high standards for themselves and for others, and that's often accompanied by impatience when others don't measure up to those standards, and can often be competitive and aggressive. Also, alphas are quite charismatic. Uh, they they can um, you know they their goal is to get their way and to achieve their goals. So if charisma can do it, they they often will uh, use that method. And if charisma doesn't work, then they'll often result to bullying. You know, my way or the highway. Um, and um, the bottom line, you know, and this is like a shocker, but here's how here's the bottom line between an alpha and a non-alpha. Alphas would be willing to kill to protect themselves or those they love. That's the bottom line. Now, when I give speeches and workshops and I'm in a room full of alphas, they'll, like, hunch their shoulders and hold their (laughs) hands palm up and go, well, who wouldn't? And, you know, the few non-alphas in the audience will go, ooh, I don't know if I could do that or not. (laughs) Um, But, again, it goes back to, I think, what nature has endowed us with is that we do need protectors. But those very same things that will make an alpha so successful in the world are enough to blow up a relationship, even if if they only do those things 20% of the time in a relationship. They can blow it up. Benny, does that even sound like you? I don't want to give my opinion. I want you to know. Does any of that sound like you at all? Uh, <laughs> he's so cute. I you know, should right? see him. He kind of caught he's me off guard cute. with that one, Pat. Pardon? He's, he's, he's very cute. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, I, I, she's going to I mean, do alpha female, and then I'll get, have to. I'll, then right. I will have to address that. I'm True. not going to leave you out on a thingy. And let me say one other thing too. Well socialized alphas are often what we call the sheepdogs in the society. They what does be, that mean? They can be very protective, very courteous, and, you know, like those um, alphas in, in, like, a pack that, like, herd the rest of the pack. Oh, okay. You know, your firefighters, your policemen. Right. Uh, people like that are what we call sheepdog alphas. Now, okay, got it. The liability. And so, Benny, you may be a very well-socialized sheepdog alpha guy. I think I'm a sheepdog in training. You know? That's good. I have some qualities. Like, you know, like if it were, let's say, at a radio station event, you know, and there's a lot of people just milling around. Right. You know, there's a lot of, I guess, you know, chefs in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to make a direction and, and do it. And then there that's where I, I, I'm very natural and I, I have no problem stepping in and uh, organizing things, I guess. Somebody's got to take charge. Exactly. That's an alpha trait. Exactly. That's an alpha mm-hmm. trait. Yeah, actually, a good example, I hate to, well, the, actually, a really good example would be at my sister's wedding this last mm-hmm. June. You know, it was in an odd location. Everyone's taking the ferry. They're all foot travelers by this point. You know, I have one of three cars. Uh-huh. And so everyone's milling around the ferry terminal, and they're all waiting for me, and I finally introduced myself to the entire, like, 50 to 75 group of people that got on the first boat and came over. And I'm like, all right, well, I need to take a couple people. And they all just stood around like, well, I'm like, we need to go now. I'm like, yeah. I've You're got, like Linda. I've got You're three like Linda, hours Benny. to get everyone to an island. So I don't care what six people with your luggage. Let's get going, people. We yeah, need, there we you need go. to do this. We'll do all our you know, formal introductions later. There you go. So, yeah, just, yeah, yeah I think I act on, on those principles. And, you know, there are times and places when that's so necessary. Totally. If, if I go into an emergency room, I want an alpha triage nurse. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's really interesting that we're talking about that because it, it, we one of the shows, or supposedly one of the top shows on one of the cable uh, networks, I don't remember which one, TNT or something, uh, Hawthorne, is with uh, Jada uh, um, oh, yes. Will Smith's Jada wife. Pickett Jada Pickett Smith. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they actually re- revamped her character. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I, w- I want to talk to you about this when we come back from break. Because okay. last season, she was like the nurse in charge, right? Yes. Now she's kicked the butt of the nurse that used to be the head nurse, and now she's the head nurse. Oh. And I'm wondering if they had to do that to build strength in her character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't just enough for her to be a strong nurse. Mm. And you would know what I'm talking about, right? Mm. Yes. Right. So in order to make the show, like, I don't know, she could stick up to, you know, just stand up to the doctors, d- did they have to elevate her position? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you time to think about that during All the break. Right. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, everyone. And we're giving a copy of the book away. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. 
Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Have you ever wanted more for yourself or your family? Are you prepared to take your life to the next level? Have you ever had that feeling or heard that little voice telling you that you can be so much more? Let Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson help you to embrace your own power. Visit Linda at InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096 for your private session and start living your life to the max. Be sure to listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show and call in to connect with your guides. For pet parents who value quality natural nutrition, Wellness Natural Food for Dogs and Cats offers an ideal nutritional balance of carefully chosen, authentic ingredients in every recipe they make. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose, never any empty calories. You can trust the quality of all the ingredients in wellness, from their source to your pet's bowl. To learn more about the difference wellness pet foods can make and to locate a pet specialty retailer near you, go to wellnesspetfood.com. Unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Terry O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on The Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Carrie can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. That's The Carrie O'Connor Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, on the Dr. Pat Show. Now is the perfect time to learn Tai Chi and Qi Gong. These ancient Chinese healing arts, also called mind-body practice, are simple to learn, clinically proven to be effective, and can be practiced by anyone, anywhere, at any time. For 10 years, the Institute of Integral Qi Gong and Tai Chi has been a respected leader in mind-body practice training. Visit iiqtc.org. Empower yourself, empower others. Visit iiqtc.org for more information on mind body practice. iiqtc.org. Yeah, she's coming at you, Benny. Yes, uh, alpha indeed. females. She's coming it. at you. I like a powerful woman. Do you have a powerful woman? Absolutely. I would imagine. I've yeah. seen her. Is it the same is it the same <laughs> yes. young lady that yes, you've been is. with for a, a yes. little bit here? Mm-hmm. I've seen her. <laughs> I just want to fill in that dead space right there. <laughs> and I have to tell you, I am so glad you've met your match. Yeah, I know, right? Where's my Where my ding for like a, a ringside? Yeah, it's like ding, 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 ding. Out of this oh, corner. Dude. You know, I think, Dr. Pat, we need to give Benny a copy of the book. I think we actually, we should give him a, a copy of the book. All right. I think we should. Because, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, and she can, you you guys could read it together. Okay. Don't you think? Yeah, I'm down. But she's cool. Your, your little sweetie's cool. Yes. Very and nice. a lot of the couples do read it together and do the exercises in the book. Well, together. don't you think that's what it's about? I mean, yeah. I mean, does it even work if one person is on, you know, the the, the page right. and the other is not? I mean, how does that show up in a relationship? Well, 
with difficulty, I think. I, uh, the best thing, and, and I think um, Terrence Real addresses this in one of his books, too, is that, you know, all you can do in that situation is work your side of the relationship. And then, you know, if time passes and you're not getting enough back, then you really need to consider if this is the right relationship for you. Okay. So one of the things that we said we were going to talk about is definitely um, relationships and some of the bumps in the road. But we were also going to talk about some of the alpha males and, you know, some of the some of the things they bring to the table that are uh, that are really good and some of the Mm -hmm. things that get them into trouble. Mm -hmm. And so let's talk about that, especially in the context of things that kind of go bump in the night in relationships. And, uh, you know, I, I guess I wanted to ask you, Dr. Pat, is there. I mean, is there like a rule of thumb? And this is really where I think relationship um, uh, conversations could go a little bit, get a little bit strange. It's almost like I mentioned to you during the break that it seems like on The Bachelorette, Allie is like an alpha female. And it seems like she's really drawn to, uh, or at least at this point, keeping some of the alpha males and have let, you know, let the guys go that were singing to her and doing all this other stuff. It's like, wow, that's way too corny for me. You're gone. Um, but is there a rule of thumb? For example, you know, what happens when alpha and alpha get together? Or what happens when alpha male and not and non-alpha female get together and vice versa? What have you discovered along the way? Well, you know, I think alphas do attract one another. I mean, strong attracts strong. And I think if they, if alphas can learn to be relational with each other and to park, we talk about in the book that every alpha is born with a warrior inside. And that, you know, that goes for females too. And we live in an age and an era, and this, this is probably what, um, Allie has um, been influenced by on The Bachelorette. We live in a time when all of those traits are so celebrated out in the world. And with women particularly, you know, we've been taught, you know, go for only the best and kick them out if they don't measure up and all of that. And yet two alphas who really love one another and are attracted to each other and are willing to practice relational skills with one another can have a very good relationship. So can an alpha and a non-alpha. My um, co-author, Dr. Groder, uh, described his wife as a a beta with a backbone of steel. You know, (laughs) and and beta... That's very cute, by the way. Yeah, and uh, just as betas can learn to, like, set boundaries and stand up to the alpha and say, no, that's not okay with me, so can alphas learn to be compassionate and romantic and, you know, uh, lovingly engaged. So I think it doesn't really matter whether it's an alpha-alpha or an alpha-non-alpha pairing. I think the most important thing is to learn the relational skills, and we talk about these a lot in the book. One of the things I like about the book is we wrote it like a how-to-fix-your-lawnmower manual. It's not airy-fairy. It's not full of psych jargon. It's like, step one, do this. Once you've learned this skill, do this. And um, so I, I think it can work well uh, whether it's um, an alpha-alpha pair or an alpha-beta pair. Well, and isn't that really what people are looking for right now? I mean, I think we 
we've got, and you and I are of the age that we know, we've gone through a lot of phases in psychology, right? Yeah. And, and therapy. Yeah. Where at one point in time, right, the idea was, let's sit down and spend about three or four years together. Right. To get it. Th- to get, I, you could tell I've been in a little therapy, right, myself? <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's just get spend like every week for a bunch of years. Let's just be all jiggy with it. We've moved from beyond that to people saying, uh, enough talk about my past. Here's right. where I am now. That was then. This right. was now. Right. Give me the blueprint for change. Yeah. And I want to ask you if that's what you've discovered in your profession and and the things that you've identified in relationship troubles, if yes. they don't really point to the fact that people want a quicker route. Yes. Um, I think there are quicker routes. Thank goodness psychology evolved like everything else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that it is important. I think that we do encounter some of our past issues when any time we enter into a relationship, and, and those come up. And and we've put the focus so much on those in the past that we haven't put the skills for dealing with the problems. And you mentioned the problems. We the one of the other things that I really love about the book is that we boiled down relationship problems into just four kinds of problems. Let's talk about this. This is All juicy because right. this is juicy stuff. Yeah. Well, and if you really think about it, just about everything that comes up in a relationship can fall under these one of these umbrellas. One is disappointment. You know, eventually we're going to be disappointed in some aspect of our partner. Uh, they either don't share our hobbies or um, they go to bed early and we like to stay up all night and party or uh, they're, um, you know, they can, you know, have, uh, physical limitations, um, those sorts of things. So one thing is learning to deal with disappointments yeah. in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, second, the second kind of problem is interruption. And either, you know, you're going along, you're working in your office, and your partner comes in and says, oh, I have to tell you about this thing that happened today, and you feel like, can't you say I'm busy? You know, and an alpha's trade is, get out of my face. You're bothering me. Um, so interruptions, or uh, you can have an interruption of a mood. You know, you may be um, in a good mood, and you come home, and you find your partner weeping or in a bad mood, and, and uh, so you feel like your good mood is interrupted. Oh, wow. Or the two of you might be having a good time together, and somebody from the outside interrupts. You mm. get a disturbing call from a stepchild or mm. a parent or a friend drops by unexpectedly just when you've been uh, getting ready to have some romantic time. And, and, well, you know, if you have kids, isn't that like a continuous interruption? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, um, you know, I used to have a boyfriend that would get very upset uh, if we were in the middle of a conversation and the dog needed to be let out or something, you know, uh, we didn't even have kids around, but it was the dog that he resented the interruptions by. Um, so interruptions is the second kind is the second kind of problem, and then the third problem is uh, inconveniences, and these are things that life throw our way. You know, you can be married and one partner gets sick, or we get audited by the IRS, or I would say our current Financial changes that that have that many relationships have been affected by, or certainly 
some of the inconveniences yeah. that life throws their way. Well, we're having a bunch of that right now. I mean, Absolutely. you must be busier than ever. Uh, given the uh, inconvenience of the stock market changing, yes. job loss yes. rising, yes. all of Absolutely. that, which we call the economy. Absolutely. Couples are having to revamp their dreams uh, together. Um, I, I recently met a woman who was angry with her husband because he lost her job and they were having to sell their vacation home. Um, so uh, inconveniences are a challenge in every relationship. And the fourth kind of problem is irreconcilable differences mm. and by that we don't mean the things that lawyers talk about as grounds for divorce we talk about aspects of each partner that are not going to change no matter what mm-hmm. um, and we track one story of a couple managing their irreconcilable differences my late co-author marty grew up in manhattan and he just came alive after 9 o'clock at night. He yeah. wanted to be funny, yep. wanted to make jokes. And his wife, Wesley, grew up in the Midwest where, it, you know, there was a <laughs> sense of like at 9 o'clock you start getting ready for bed and by 9.30 you're all tucked in and things are supposed to be quiet. And she literally was beginning to have trouble at her work because she was suffering from sleep deprivation. So those are the kinds of irreconcilable differences that um, you have to learn to address. Well, and, you know, these are some of the things that also come up in in a number of different ways. I want to ask you about change that happens in relationships, Dr. Pat. I mean, and what I mean by that is, you know, there are two people that come together. Sometimes you come together young in your life, like Benny and his sweetie, Mm -hmm. or sometimes you come together later in life, like perhaps you or I or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Uh, But sometimes, inevitably, if not most of the time, one or both of the people change. And I wanted to ask you how you deal with that. I mean, we're talking about these four. I love the way you've outlined this, by the way. And then when we come back, I also want to hear about how we can deal with this. I mean, disappointments, boy, people are feeling this now. Oh, my gosh. And inconvenience. Oh, you know. And I'm not so sure about irreconcilable differences. But can the three of those create irreconcilable differences. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. And, yeah, I guess, Dr. Pat Webster joining us here today. We'll be right back, everyone. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Are you concerned about a specific health issue? Do you want to know what causes it? Are you ready to tap into the inner wisdom of your body and listen to what it is telling you? It's a scientific fact that your health condition, present circumstance, and excess weight are not the result of your diet, exercise regime, or genetic makeup. Your thoughts, feelings, and emotions all directly and specifically influence all your body functions, including heart rate, digestion, and organs. Anger is stored in the liver, resentment is stored in the gallbladder, and lack of support shows up in your back. 
Our bodies give us clues to how we have been thinking, feeling, and acting. Dr. Cal specializes in interpreting these clues, ignites your inner healer, and guides you step-by-step to continuous, positive, and lasting health changes. When you change your mind, you change your life. Get in your driver's seat today. Visit AskDrKel.com. That's A-S-K-D-R-K-E-L.com. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Now is the perfect time to learn Tai Chi and Qigong. These ancient Chinese healing arts, also called mind-body practice, are simple to learn, clinically proven to be effective, and can be practiced by anyone, anywhere, at any time. For 10 years, the Institute of Integral Qigong and Tai Chi has been a respected leader in mind-body practice training. Visit iiqtc.org. Empower yourself, empower others. Visit iiqtc.org for more information on mind-body practice. iiqtc.org. Did you know Greek Gods Yogurt has 20 billion life and active probiotic bacterial cells per serving? This healthy type of bacteria in yogurt helps boost the immune system by protecting the gastrointestinal tract and fighting off harmful organisms, preventing disease, and helping you keep in tip-top shape. Did you have your Greek Gods Yogurt for breakfast today? For more information, visit GreekGodsYogurt.com and Analuke.com. That's what I know, but I already played the Olivia. That is her. All right. And by the way, Olivia Newton John, we she will be uh, on the show again. We're bringing her back because I need to scold her a little bit. Uh oh, Dr. Pat's going to get all over me about this. She was in like glee, right? And she played like this meanie judge. And I thought, wow, there is not a bone in her body that represents that. And so that's Olivia Newton-John trying to be an alpha female. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Hey, Dr. Pat, did you like my little characterization of Olivia (laughs) Newton-John? Yes, it was an alpha characterization. (laughs) It really was. Thank you so much. (laughs) But that's an example of Olivia Newton-John, right, who I've had on the show uh, three or four times, Mm -hmm. who... You, you got to love her. If you see her, you just want to squeeze her, right? Yeah. And on this show, they had her portraying like a really mean judge. Uh-huh. And it was uh-huh. like, I am not convinced of this, right? Uh-huh. And so I wanted to ask you about this because let's talk about those four ideas, those four parts of relationships that break down. Because okay. I think everybody wants to know, what do you do about them? And I think my question kind of was, you know, if you, if you kind of pile up disappointments, mm-hmm. interruptions, and inconveniences... Is it really a showstopper? And my answer is absolutely not. Thank I mean, you. I mean, to be realistic, life is going to be full of disappointments. 
Uh, life is going to be full of interruptions and inconveniences and irreconcilable differences. And the, the, as I was um, saying, with disappointments, what you've got to do is grieve them and then say, do I still have enough uh, of, of what I want in a relationship to go forward? And hopefully these things are taken care of before you get married and make it permanent. Um, so you grieve your disappointments. Um, the second one is in interruptions. You've got to have a plan for interruptions. Uh, my late husband was very extroverted and came home and, uh, you know, immediately wanted to talk. And I am very introverted, and I come home, and I need some quiet time. I need to meditate and reflect for a few minutes before I'm fit for human consumption. So <laughs> so we had, um, I had a little room that was my sitting room, and we installed a light outside the door. And if I had the door shut and the light on, he knew to not interrupt me until I had had my quiet time. And then I was a much better person to uh, companion for the evening. So interruptions need, um, they need a plan for how you'll deal with them. And so do irreconcilable differences and inconveniences. You have to meet them head on and say, okay, here's how we're going to have a plan. I mean, one of the irreconcilable differences that can also be a disappointment, as I was talking about in my current relationship, which is a year old and just getting better and better all the time, is that I soon found out he is not, he doesn't share my passion for sailing. Wow. Yeah. So we we had to make a plan where I'll go sailing sometimes with women friends or he'll go, but we're going next week with my sister and her boyfriend, both of whom are good sailors, and my partner Jay can just sit back and enjoy the trip and not share any of the crew responsibilities or anything like that, but I still get to have fun with him. So you've got to work out a plan, and the reason that all of these can not be insurmountable obstacles in a relationship is that one of the things that we talk about is that you make your relationship a priority. Mm. You make love your priority. My partner Jay and I, you know, we said from the very beginning, whatever we're going to face, we're going to hold hands, and we're going to stay, and we're going to face it together. We're going to look into each other's eyes. Remember that we love each other, and whatever we have to surmount, we will. So, um, you know, and that's one of the things that, one of the skills that we talk about in the book is when one of these difficulties or more comes up, then you say, okay, my first priority is living in love land with this person. So where do we need to go from there? You know, um, if if we get into a fight and... Um, companies uh, coming for dinner in 30 minutes, you may say, okay, honey, I just had a disconnect from you. Uh, can we make a time when we'll deal with this? But any disconnect, any disconnect in your relationship, you make as a priority to attend to, and you make living in love land. You know, we talk about love land and power land. My, um, my partner's late wife, who actually was a friend of mine, developed Parkinson's mm. disease years into their marriage. Oh. Now you talk about a huge inconvenience. And he saw her through to the end, and they stayed connected and loving to the end. Mm. So um, I don't think any of these things are insurmountable. And I think the other thing that we talk about in the book is that, you know, we put so much emphasis on building skills for our careers, building skills for our sports and hobbies, and relationships are just as important to learn to build. And with practice, we can all learn to be, have the same kind of expertise in our relationships that we do 
in the outer world. Mm. Yeah. I love the way that you've really described and talked about this. Uh, and, you know, we've spent a lot of time talking about the alpha male, and perhaps you'll come back and we'll, you know, give the alpha female uh, her due time on uh-huh. air. Uh, but do you classify yourself as an alpha female? Yes, I yeah. do. Yeah, and I think everybody around me would say the same for me, mm-hmm. and certainly, you know, my friend of, like, a lot of years, Linda, would say the same about her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I look in my group uh, of friends that I hang out with, you know, because I've started to now look at this a lot. <laughs> I mean, I've just become observant because it's more than just looking. What is really the downside to what we're talking about? Isn't the downside to make sort of a judgment about this? You mean to say that we're better yeah. than everybody else? Yeah, or, or yeah, oh, she's an alpha male, blah, 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 yeah. female, or blah, that blah, blah. Downside. You know. And also how we can exercise our alpha ways in intimate relationships that aren't useful. Ah. Yeah. And I want to go back about, uh, there's only one irreconcilable difference, and okay. you brought this up earlier, and All that right. is if abuse is present. Yeah, and does wow. Not yeah. That is the only irreconcilable difference for which there should be no management plan other than to erase or or get out of the relationship. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And, you know, so this is really, uh, honestly, the whole idea of abuse is really to be discussed. And I hope you will come back because I think we have a little bit of judgment r- where we think the alpha males are the abusers. Mm. And uh, and I want to ask you, is that okay. what you've discovered? I think alpha females behind the bedroom door can be just as cruel as alpha males, frankly. Um, I think in the outer world, alpha females tend to befriend more. They're more... Re- women are, let's face it, we're trained to be more relationally oriented growing up. And alpha females tend to run in packs often. And what that means for alpha males, if you if you offend one of them, you're going to have the pack <laughs> coming after you. Well, this is really, for me, this has really been a great conversation. Um, it's so great having you on the show, and thank you so much for... I loved uh, it. Yeah, I hope that we can do this again and talk about a little bit more about the alpha female, what that means, and, you know, also to talk about the women that are not necessarily alpha females, mm-hmm. because we've gone through a very important transition, especially in the workplace, yes. where women, you know, such as you and I... Uh, uh, you know, figured out that we had to be alpha in the workplace. Then yeah. we figured out that's not working. Right. And we didn't really have an alternative model to watch. Today, right. women have a wide range. Absolutely. Yeah. And the non-alphas are the ones who can, remi- ones who can remind us, let's pay attention to the relationship. Let's cooperate. Let's oh, great. All right. So the book, I would love to come back. I would this love has been it. wonderful. Let's give everybody the name of the book and the way to find out more about it. Winning at Love: The Alpha Male's Guide to Relationship Success. That's the uh, book. Yes. Winning at Love. The and you have other books. And what's the best website to send people? Uh, the website is uh, my own website, winningatlovebook.com, or we're on Amazon, too. You can order the book through Amazon. But there's a lot more information on at my website, winningatlovebook.com. Thank you so much for joining us here today. My pleasure. It's 
been so fun, and I've loved talking with you, and you too, Benny. Oh, thanks so much. There uh-huh. we go. So next time, Benny, we'll have to have your sweetie on because we're going to talk about alpha females. Oh, that would be fun. It's going to be a battle of wits right there. <laughs> That'll be, we're going to sit her right here. Come, I can feel it right now. We're going to sit her right here in the studio, two alpha females together. <laughs> great. Thank you. Thank great. you, Dr. Thanks, Pat. Pat. Stay, <laughs> tuned. Thank you. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.